0: Hello everyone and welcome to our fourth novel reading of the Digimon Adventure novelization which is the English translation which was provided by Onke and we will be continuing reading book two today with part two of chapter four. Part two. The amusement park of goodbyes. The delicate water surface with barely much humidity around it reflected the blue sky, the whiteness of the clouds, the green trees, and even the hard rays of the sun with brilliance. It had a beauty to it. But on the other hand, it also appeared somewhat cold and distant. Suddenly, splash! A single, small rock was thrown into the lake. But the force of it was so weak that even the water slapping up sounded as if it did so almost apologetically. Only the rings expanded heartily from where the rock had met the water. Takaru Takeshi sat at the very end of the wharf where the swan boats were tied into place, his legs dangling above the water. He looked at the ripples his rock had made without really seeing them, from behind him, Tokamon cried out, "'Takeru!' I'm sure Pico Devimon will find you motor soon. Don't worry so much. He smiled. There was no hidden thoughts in his smile. His truly and pure heartedly meant what he said. But at that current moment, Takaru must have thought that this encouragement was faked, because he muttered reproachfully, I don't think he will. Tokemon tilted his head, looking up at his friend blankly. That had to be the very last thing that Takeru wanted, and yet why would he say that? The child Tokemon could hardly understand. Just then, the sound of flapping wings could be heard approaching. "'Sorry to keep you waiting!' came the voice of Pigo Devimon, a small bat-like Digimon that had gotten acquainted with only yesterday. Takeru hurriedly stood up and asked, "'How was it? Did you find my brother?' Pico-Devimon landed on top of the swan boat's roof and settled his wings. "'Yeah, I found him. He was with the others.' "'The... the others?' Takero asked, looking astonished. "'Let me see. What were their names again?' "'One of them was named Joe, and another one was Sora. I forgot the others' names, but they were all there.' Takeru asked, "'What... what were they doing together?' "'Playing.' They invited me to play too, but I turned them down saying that Takeru had been waiting for a very long time. And what did my brother say? You told him I was waiting for him, right? What did he say? Pico Devimon gave him a pitying look. Oh, okay. That was it. No way. Takeru's mouth hung half open, stunned. You're lying. Unable to bear the sight, Takeru screamed at Pico Devimon. "'bearing a mouthful of pointed teeth "'that no one would have ever guessed from his sweet appearance. "'Yamato would never say that! Don't lie!' Pigodevimon Devimon looked back at him, cool and unruffled. "'I don't care if you think that way or not, "'but he really did say it. "'And that's not all. "'He even said this. "'I hate Takeru!' "'Hate, hate, hate me?' "'Takeru repeated, dumbfounded. "'Large tears welled up in his eyes, "'and they looked as though they could fall at any moment.' As if to de- deliver the final blow, Pikotevimon continued, So I asked him, Why? And he might have said, Because he's such a crybaby. Ah! Uh. As if a fire had been lit, Takeru began to wail. He was so shocked by what he'd heard that he even forgot to bring his hands up against his eyes. Standing there and raising his head up to the sky, he wailed until he ran out of tears. Takemon cried up to him in distress, Takeru! Takeru! But T- Takeru didn't seem to hear him. Takeru! When Takeru finally responded to Tokomon's voice and turned to him, he had a faintly icy look in his eyes. Tokomon had never seen him look that way before. Yamada would never say that! Oh, Takeru said sarcastically. The edge of his mouth twisted almost into a sneer. But it doesn't matter. I always hated my brother too. What are you talking about, Takeru? Tokomon asked in surprise. What Takeru could only say is a lie... But why would he lie like that? And then he spotted Pico-Devimon behind Takeru's holding back laughter. When he saw that Tokamon had seen him, Pico-Devimon stuck his tongue out. This is all his fault, Tokamon thought. I don't know why he's doing it, but Pico-Devimon is lying. Ugh! Takamon spat out bubbles from his mouth, which were aimed at Pico-Devimon. He should have been able to avoid them if he wanted to, but Pico-Devimon let the bubbles hit him and screamed out, Ow, 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 in exaggerated pain. Help me, Takeru! "'What do you think you're doing, Tokomon?' Takeru yelled angrily. Apologize to Pico-Devimon!' Behind Takeru, Pico-Devimon was wiggling his butt at Tokomon and slapping it. "'No!' Tokomon said flatly, turning his head. "'Tokomon!' Flapping his wings, Pico-Devimon cut him between the glaring pair. "'Takeru, don't blame Tokomon. "'I'm sure he's just feeling jealous about how you and I get along so well together.' Turning his face at Tokomon, he said, Right? While the question was posed, there was a mocking sneer spread across his face. No! Tokomon lunged at him and tried to grab Pico-Devimon with his teeth, but Takeru cried out, Cut it out, Tokomon! He hugged Pico-Devimon safely towards him. I didn't know you were such a violent Digimon, he said with strong disapproval in his voice, but Pico-Devimon was... Don't make excuses! It's not an excuse! Tokomon tried to make himself heard, but Takeru seemed to think that he was just being stubborn because he gave him a menacing glare. Shut up! That vicious tone made Tokomon close his mouth for an instant. Please, please listen to me, he pleaded, trying again. But Takeru had had enough. No, I see what type of person you are now. A Digimon, apparently. And taking his Digivice, which he always carried with him from the belt of his rucksack, Takeru drew himself back as if to fling it into the lake but even he seemed to think that that was a harsh thing to do, because he changed direction and tossed his digivice with an underhanded throw towards the muddy shore ahead. Ah! In a panic, Tokomon ran to pick it up. The digivice had landed face up, its bottom half buried in the mud. "'What are you doing?' Tokomon cried out to Takeru, his black eyes filling with tears. Takeru didn't look away from him. "'If you won't apologise to Pico Devimon, then we're not friends anymore!' he said flatly. That means I don't need that anymore. His eyes had the firmness of someone intent at upholding what he truly thought was just. And turning to his right, he said to his new partner, Pico Devimon, Let's go! Okay, Takeru! Looking joyful, Pico Devimon settled on top of Takeru's green hat, the very seat that had once been reserved only for Tokomon. Carrying the digivice in his mouth, Tokomon wandered aimlessly, trudging along the lake shore. How had it all come to this? He was at a complete loss on what to do. Maybe none of it would have happened if he had apologized and said, I'm sorry, to pick out back then, even if he didn't mean it. But he hadn't been able to do that. In any event, he had to find Yamato. Even if Takeru no longer listened to him, surely he would listen to Yamato. But where did Yamato, and where did Gavomon go off to? Without the faintest idea to go on, all he could do was keep walking. The inside of his head was blank from fever and his vision was blurry. Yesterday, he'd kept walking even though he'd been drenched by the rain. Walking unsteadily on his feet, Tokamon collapsed without warning. He was only dimly aware of his condition. Was he awake now? Or was he dreaming? In that state, he kept repeating deliriously, Yamato, Yamato, and that was when it happened. You'll find Yamato-kun in a restaurant just a bit further up ahead. He's with Joe Sempai. It was a familiar voice raising his heavy eyelids and squinting beyond the white haze of his vision he saw the faces of Sora and Piemon peering at him worriedly "I'm dreaming," Tokomon thought. He had seen the exact same sight as this not so long ago. After Taichi and Metal Greymon had disappeared some time had passed. For two straight weeks they had searched the desert with Piccolo Mon for clues that would lead them to Taichi and Metal Greymon with no success. Then one day, a sound that was similar to thunder erupted from the south, and the bright skies of the south had immediately, without warning, turned into pitch-black night. Since they also looked like black clouds, Joe had whispered wildly, That was a nuclear explosion, was it? It's Mugen Cannon, Pee! Picklemon said, almost as if to himself. What's a Mugen Cannon? Goemon had asked, but without answering, Picklemon said, "'I will have to part ways with you here. Pee Something's coming up. Pee "'If you go west, you'll find a lake called Temple Temp Lake. I suggest you go there. Pee And with those last words, he had flown off towards the south. It was with painful reluctance that the group did, as Mon said, heading towards the west. On their last night of camping out in the desert before they reached Temp Lake, Toccommon was certain that he had been shaken awake by someone from a sound sleep. Mm, "'Who's there?' It was Sora and Piamon. The two of them peered at Tokomon from above and said, ''We're going to look for Taiji. Let the others know, okay?'' And they slid out of his vision, leaving everybody. Tokomon thought that maybe what he was seeing was a continuation of that dream, and that's why he asked, ''Am I dreaming?'' Y- y- ''Yes,'' Sora nodded, looking taken aback. She turned to Piemon, her face turning grave. ''Go find some healing herbs.'' As they waited for Piamon, Tokamon voiced to Sora the complaints he'd kept inside. "'It got so hard after you left, Sora. First Joe and Gomon left. Saying they'd go and look for you.' "'Yes, yes,' Sora nodded, looking for all the world, as if she didn't want to hear any of it. "'Then, when we arrived at the lake, Kosher and Tentamon left. Piamon came back with the herbs. Sora took them from her, crushing them into a handkerchief until the juices ran,' for carefully floating, folding it into a wrap that she placed on Tokamon's head. Tokamon continued to talk, not noticing. After that, Yamato and Mimi got into a fight, and Mimi and Palmon left for who knows where, and then we came to amusement park, and Yamato and Galmon left on a boat saying they checked check their surroundings, Togero and I waited for Yamato to come back, and then that big Devimon came. His vision blurred again, as fresh tears sprouted from his eyes, mixing with his fever. Maybe he was hearing things, but he heard the sound of running footsteps, and then quiet. Tokomon kept talking anyway. "'That Pico Devimon, He said he'd find Yamato for us, but then he came back and told us lies about how Yamato hates Takeru and then Takeru took the ditch vice and...' His story in jumbled bits. He broke off into sobs as he remembered what happened next. That's when he heard a voice he hadn't heard in a long time. Daiichi, it's Tokomon!' I was wondering who the device was reacting to. Tokamon's eyes blinked open. He thought he'd been talking to Sora and Piamon, but at some point, unawares, the two of them had vanished, and both Taichi and Koromon stood in their place. I definitely must be dreaming, Tokemon thought. What what do you think I should do now? he asked. How do I how do I get Takeru to, to understand? Taichi and Koromon looked at each other, then Taichi raised a hand up to his head, scratching it. Oh, uh, hey, do you mind telling me what's happening from the top? I have honestly no idea what's going on here. And there we are. That is part two of chapter four. So it looks like we're completely skipping Home Away From Home and then we're just going straight to forget about it. So that's that's interesting. I wonder if we'll get to know what happened during Home Away From Home or if Taichi was just vanished. I don't know. But anyway, that was it. And of course, and, and as always, thank you very much to Onkei for providing these translations. I'll link them in the description, and you can find their translation all at digitalscratch.pm.sinfirm.org, and of course their Twitter is at digitalscratch, and then underscore. But of course, it'll be linked in the link dump. So thanks for listening, and we'll continue on with part three of this chapter next time. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. So the link dump is of course linked in the description along with our Redbubble where you can get more than just shirts there too. You can contact us and stay updated. You can email us at lostintranslational at gmail.com or you can comment on this episode or message us on our website, which is com. You can also go here to check out our blog post, our release schedule and vote in any polls that we have. You can also follow us on social media. We're at Translational on Twitter and you can find us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. And of course, we have a discussion thread on With the Will and a Red Thread and Digimon sub And we are also found on, I would say, the majority, if not all, of the podcast listening services that are around. So if you could leave a rating there, we'd really appreciate it. And you can also donate to our Patreon with the linked description from as little as a dollar a month. And that gets you access to a Listen Discord server, but there are higher levels with more rewards such as notes, early episodes, and more. And thank you to our current supporters on Patreon: Joe, Anime Guy, who is Anime Guy Kurosaki then the number one on YouTube, Stephen Reeves, who is Wildman64 on Archive of Our Own, Kaidawashi, Chisai, who you can follow on Tumblr at Chisai236, Kyle, Tom, Lizmet, who is Electmon on Tumblr, Nicholas Metal Marmimon, Sam Spiral, Keith from a computer podcast on the internet, and Magnus. And you can also make one-off donations on your PayPal, which we've found in the description. It's paypal.me/ajimon, and I also have a coffee account which is ko-fi.com/ajira. And yes, thanks for listening. And of course, as always, thanks to Onkay for providing the translation. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye.